Because of the coronavirus epidemic and to respect social distancing guidelines, this episode of Civil Politics was recorded remotely over Zoom. Good evening and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. Doing the show tonight with my good friends Sue and Genre. Hey guys. Hello. Hey there. And I'd like to think that everybody listening is also a good friend. Uh, I mean, you know, that might be that might be wishful thinking on my part. But if you'd like to, you know, agree or disabuse me of that fond notion, you should email contact at civilpoliticsradio.com and let me know. Uh, yeah, so, um, uh, as this is going out, uh, uh, Hurricane Lee is getting closer, though it's not gonna, uh, you know, hit Massachusetts too directly, but, uh, Cape Cod may, may take a, may take a drubbing, uh, tomorrow, I think, is what the forecast is currently saying. I think so, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, so if especially if you're down on the Cape or if you're up in, you know, Nova Scotia or whatever, uh, be sure to make, you know, have an extra pair of galoshes, um, uh, put a towel under the door and uh, make sure your sun pump is working. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, and just just in case, you know, be sure to make out your will in case, you know, uh, everything is destroyed and blown away by the wrath of God. As you know, happens. You know what my uh, my grandma's name is? No, Leona. Oh, Hurricane Lee. Oh. My aunt has been laughing about this for days. This, uh... <laughs> yeah, she's a hurricane. Yes, she is exactly. a hurricane. <laughs> Just so like life can us. be that, you know. <laughs> yes. so she, uh... yeah. life definitely can be a hurricane. And she's like, hey, I'm just a human being. I totally have an alibi for everything. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <clears throat> well, uh, she's yeah. She's clearly so, a Highlander. So, well, <laughs> that may be, but I don't think Highlanders can uh, create, you know, category four hurricanes. So. That we know of. That's anyway, true. sorry. I, um, <laughs> I only watched the first one of those movies, so I have no idea wh- how they, they went on from oh, there. Oh, you should have watched the TV show. Oh, should I? <laughs> I liked it. Oh, okay. Well then, maybe I should. <laughs> I don't know. I just <laughs> uh, Sue's yeah. like Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's thinking those freaking nerds. Stop Why do I have to do a show over the place? It's sticky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So uh, then let's uh, let's let's be all serious and grown up and uh, talk about serious grown up things. You know, like uh, Senator Mitt Romney or uh, Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi, uh, who respectively have announced that next year they will not seek re-election in Mr. Romney's case because you know he's seventy six and he thinks perhaps he'll be a little long in the tooth by the time. Uh, you know, his next Senate term would end if he were to win re-election, which he probably won't. Because, yeah, he wouldn't. Because, you know, he voted to impeach Trump and the Republicans really don't like him for that. Yeah. Um, and twice. twice. Twice to impeach. Mm-hmm. Right. Both times. And also Nancy Pelosi decided she will run. She's already 80. She is running. Yeah. Yeah. She's already 82 years old, I think. And I just hate hate everything. I just. Yeah. Just. Why? She looked good. She she was on the news uh, early this morning. She looked fantastic. She's very articulate. I mean, she's. Good for her. Go away. I don't, I don't, I'm not sitting here saying that I, you're going to counter on her when they shut down the government in 20 days. She's going to find a solution. (laughs) Okay. She's not even, because she knows how to, she's not the, she's not the speaker. She's not even the minority leader, Right. but she has, she has a way of gathering the forces to come up with a solution. And if anybody can do it, I'm, I'm so glad she's still in the house. Because if she, if she wasn't there, McCarthy do you think doesn't know what he's doing? 
I mean, if she McCarthy wasn't there, you don't think anybody else could step up and 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 do that? Like, is she the only no. one that could? Yeah, she's one of the few that one actually knows few. how to use power. Yep. Yeah. Is there anybody else she, in Congress right now that could do that? I think. Um, uh, I I'll have to think about that. I was going to yeah. name somebody, but he's a senator. So never um, mind. Honestly, I I think Joe Biden's actually pretty good at that kind of inside baseball stuff. Um, but we'll see how things uh, uh, how yeah. things play out. Um, I, it's I'm saying she's clear. not a superpower. She yeah, she can be replaced, and she should be. Yeah, I I actually agree with genre. Not that I don't think she's uh, I don't think she's reached the point of you know, senile decrepitude or anything like that. I mean, I, I think, you know, she's still got the chops to do the job per se. But I also think, I I just think it is time to bow out gracefully. Um, time for a new generation. I agree with right. you. Yeah, That's yeah, literally yeah. what Mitt, think, Mitt Romney said. That is what yes, he said. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's, I agree with him. Nikki, yeah. <laughs> Nikki Haley saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I don't I hear just, any Democrats saying it. Have you heard any Democrats say that? You just heard me say it just now. It's time oh. for a new generation. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well done. That's got them. <laughs> that's why I'd like Nancy Pelosi to gracefully not seek re-election. She's had a long run in Congress. Uh, she's had some really significant accomplishments. I think she can be genuinely, genuinely proud of some of the things she's done. And most uh, successful speaker of the house ever, yeah. arguably, sure. Uh, so, uh, and and even if not, she's she's you know accomplished some things, uh, that were hard to do. And, uh, I think things would have been worse off if she hadn't been running things, uh, you know, her, during her terms as speaker. I think she did a pretty good job. So, you know, kudos, thank you for your service. But as I said, I think she's already 82 years old. Just at some point. um, I would guess 81, but okay. Well, 80 anyway. She's in her 80s. She's an octogenarian. And at some point, it is time to just acknowledge the fact that uh, the world moves on and time waits for no one. And she's 83. 83. Right. Next year, she'll be 84. Right. And just. And she'll. So that means uh, she'll be 86. Oh, 90? No, she's in her 80s. She's end of her next term. End of her next term, she'll be like 88. She'd be 86. If she's she's 83 now, in three years, she'd be 86. Yeah, she's not not a senator, so it wouldn't. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry, she's doing six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's only got two years. Yeah, yeah. You know, and even though it's two years, even though it's only two years, just. I don't know. Like, it's a thing I, I think about. Like when uh, you know the comic book store I used to own. When we sort of saw that, like you know, because uh, you know the rent wasn't going down or anything like that, and the margins, the costs of getting the comics and games and everything in were only going up. So we were making less money for everything we sold, and our inventory, like we had to like have faster turnover because of the way the industry was changing and. Some other stuff that is probably really boring to everybody else. Um, and it's old news for me even, so whatever. But um, we looked at it and we thought, you know, we're we're still a successful business, but we're less successful than we were two years ago. And if these trends continue without us finding some significant new revenue streams, we're going to be uh, losing Dude. money in 18 Dude. to 24 months. Well- Doomed, yes. Uh, <laughs> well, losing money in eighteen to twenty-four months, and then who knows how long we, we we'd stay open after that. Um, and we thought about ways to make money, and all of them kind of involved finding a new location that had more floor space and and or cheaper rent. And we just thought, oh man, do we want to? And we thought, no, you know, like like we could run this uh, profitably. We could run this at least with without losing money for another year, maybe another two. And we just thought, you know, it's okay. 
we're, we've done yeah yeah we've we've done well uh and if we quit now then there's more money in the bank and just it's just it's time you know leave the party while it's still fun so that's what we that's what we did and i i think the same applies to any number of people in politics and i think especially for nancy pelosi i i i I don't wouldn't agree with, but I'd be sympathetic to people making similar arguments about Senator Elizabeth Warren running for re-election next year because I think she's also seventy six, right? So I think she'll also be eighty two when she finishes uh, her next term. Mm-hmm. And I, I I hear what you're saying, I, but I I think I think one more term of Senator Warren is 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 good because she does a lot of good work. But yeah, you know, seven years from now when she's in her 80s, maybe, yeah, maybe it would be time to, you know, step aside and give us a shot at, I don't know, Senator Ayanna Presley or who knows, you know, there's there's a lot of interesting people who could run for the office in Massachusetts. So let's let's make some room for them. You know, um, Um, yeah, you know, there's never been a Gen X president. Yeah, and I don't think there's going to be. No, there's not because of this. Because of this. This is why. Yeah. Uh, we are keeping the next generation from – and she, she's not even a boomer. You know that? Who's, who's we? I'm I'm Gen X. <laughs> no, no. I'm no, – yeah. no, I mean the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never had – we as a country have never had a president that is from Gen X. No, uh, that's true. And she's silent generation. She's before boomers. Yes. Like, and this is, this is why this is, and this is why I get all fired up about this because they're supposed to lead and then they're supposed to move, move aside and let other people come up. And right now we can't think of any, like I can think of a couple people now. But a few years ago, I couldn't really think of anybody that I would want to run for president because nobody nobody can make a name for themselves because Dianne Feinstein and Nancy Pelosi and, and Mitt Romney and, and all these people that are in their 70s and 80s and 90s. And, well, and even at this point, I supported Elizabeth Warren back in, you know, for 2020. But yeah. Uh, at this point, I wouldn't want her to run again. I wouldn't want Bernie no. Sanders to run again, just because, like, guys, Markey. you know, Ed Markey is he's he's in his seventies, oh, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I forget yeah. how old he is. Yeah, and I, I think I, he's older than Elizabeth. I don't know, but like the, I, the thing is, and that I she, like Ed Markey. I think he's a good senator, but go away. Know, uh, well, I mean, that, certainly, even yeah. if they're good, even if they're good and or great, at some point you have to say. Okay, well, I'm going to move aside because all these people are either in state or local positions and they're making a name for themselves in their in their positions in their state and they could have the opportunity to to move up. Like uh uh Katie Porter? Katie Porter. Katie Porter out of California. She, mm-hmm. she is I think she's still running. For Senate, um, she yeah, is she's running for against, Senate. Yeah, she's running yep. against. She was yeah, the first Senate. person to declare against. She's Einstein. throwing an elbow to get to get into the Senate because she's yep. she yeah. she didn't get Nancy Pelosi's like um, uh, yeah, endorsement. Nan- yeah, like Nancy she, Pelosi uh, probably thinks she's uh, you know kind of pushy. Yeah, you know? so she's gonna be like you have to be and. It there this whole Schiff? thing with oh you have Schiff to wait your turn and too. everything. I think like Adam it, Schiff has already declared, but yeah. Yes, he yep. she he's the one that got Nancy Pelosi's um endorsement. Uh but like there's this whole the concept of Nancy endorsed somebody else. Barbara Lee? Is it what? Barbara Lee that's in I, think, I don't think, I think Nancy, Nancy Pelosi endorsed Barbara Lee. That seems really unlikely to me. You know. I think so. I think she, yeah, because Barbara Lee's the front runner, and didn't. Well, if Barbara Lee's the front runner, uh, I'm actually okay with that. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I I love Katie Porter, but if Barbara Lee (laughs) winds up beating her out, uh, 
Okay. Okay. By Fine. you. Well, the, the, yeah, the, just the about the only like? darn person in, in Congress who was like, hey, this whole invading Iraq thing is stupid. Let's not do it. You know, like <laughs> only looks like a better and better decision every year. So, <laughs> you know, um, I'm, I'm okay Klobuchar? with that. How old is, how old is, Amy is 77. Really? Oh, boy. Yes. Sure. But still, Calif- look, if California wants to put her in the Senate for a term, you know, I again, like I like I said, the, the reason why I'm OK with Elizabeth Warren or with, you know, Bernie Sanders or whatever, it, you know, is like they are still, you know, they, they you know, doing they the haven't. Work. Well, they're doing the work. They, they haven't like, you know, read the bills. Right. They're 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 not sort of just taking up couch space like some lazy bum like you know your yours truly say um and also like they are still pushing for progressive positions you know things like how about we don't invade iraq for no good reason how about we have single payer health care how about we don't link empl- you know empl- health care to employment you know that kind of thing just these kind of you know how about we we tax the wealthy appropriately you know basically good ideas that we're not doing still. So like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with people with some of those, you know, progressive leaders who've been pushing at this a long time, having a bit more time at the, you know, in the Senate, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know because there are people that could do that, that, that aren't in their seventies. That's there are people that could do that. That is true. They are not the, they're not like, the be all and that that's why I was asking Sue, like if it, if Nancy Pelosi is the only one that can do that, then that's one thing. But she's not. She is a unique she's a unique talent for sure. She has I mean she, the, yeah, yeah, sure. she's def she definitely has a unique political mind. She's very good at her job. And yeah. I'm really glad that she has um been in Congress for for a few instances, but there are other people that can do this job and there are other people that are younger that are, that want to do the job that want to help and that have new ideas about how to take care of things. And Even Gen X people and people like, who will people like my age in their fifties, yeah, like yeah. in their fifties or in their forties, like people, my age or people that like they have, they should have been in, there should be more people like that in Congress in the, in the house. Well, certainly we need to develop more talent. We need to build up uh, uh, our progressive bench. Yeah, um, and you can't do that if they don't leave. Yeah, yeah. And they well, like to build up to build up your bench. Are... Hold on, hold on. To build up your bench, you need to you need to graduate people to federal office at the junior at the at the freshman level with junior level, whatever. And then they learn what to do. And then by their like fifth term, they are like lines of the Senate or whatever, you know, like that's how it happens. And if you don't allow that progression to happen, then we end up like we have here. We have like an, a hundred year old man running for president because we don't have anybody that's been built up and, and has learned and has the experience from being in Congress or from being a governor to take over. Oh, we have a lot of young people that don't know that don't know what Congress is about. It's, it's shocking. And there, but there are a lots lot of young people there. They're still there's still millions of people that didn't know what Congress was about when I was growing up. And before. Yeah. There's still millions yeah. no, of young I mean, people who in do Congress. Oh, well. I mean, in Congress that there's well, people that party. don't, we don't have no talking about your party. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're, we're hemorrhaging young people. So yeah. anyway, yeah, you are. Hmm. And that's too bad, I guess. But, um, it's, if those, those young people, like a lot of young people want to get into politics they want to they they are hungry and they have ideas to actually improve things right and we want they young- have ideas to push things forward and then you can't because all these fossils are still in congress or running for office <laughs> she's yeah. 77 or the, no. the young the, no. the the young people 
The most Amy prominent Klobuchar. young people I can, I don't know, but I was going to say Klobuchar. the most prominent younger political figures I can think of, uh, you know, all right, there's AOC. She's pretty cool. Um, and, uh, uh, and, you know, Ayanna Presley. Um, but Right. But otherwise, you know, uh, uh, who's the most prominent? 63. 63. Six, she's old. Klobuchar is 63. Yeah. Yeah. Really? That's, Wow, she doesn't and, look it. You know, but I mean, no. who's the, who's the who's the big name, uh, fresh face uh, figure on the Republican side? You know, uh, is Vivek Ramaswamy. <sighs> Vivek, yeah. Like I mean, I yeah, Matt Gates too. No but I mean, experience. <laughs> yeah, Albert and Green. Sure, you know, sure. all these all these people that don't know the first thing about the Constitution. I, actually, I, I, I gotta say, you know, Pete Buttigieg doesn't look so bad in that comparison, though I'm not I, still not a fan. <laughs> I, I would not, I, I would not say that they don't know the Constitution. They hate the Constitution, or they want mm. to dismantle the Constitution and build it up well, in the way that Rom- they want. Romney said he said that our, the people in our party in Congress actually don't believe in the Constitution. Yeah, they understand how to use it, though. Yeah. They're very good at using it. They know all the rules they're and everything, not, but they don't no, like it. No, they're just they're just showboaters. They're just they're just you know. I don't know. They've been they don't know how to use. Well, they know how to talk about the Constitution. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, they they are doing a lot of damage to do the you know most damage. damage you need to know how to what where to damage things. Mm, no, Ronald Reagan said actually he stole it from somebody. What you you. You need you need a carpenter to build a barn. Any jackass can kick one down, mm. and I think that's what's going on. I I don't think so. I I think some of well, them they're doing don't know McCarthy. what. I, well, I don't think you're you're wrong about that, Sue. But also, I think when you've got people like Ted Cruz, who is you know yeah. pretty knowledgeable about pants, yeah, who under who does know constitutional law pretty well, mm-hmm. it just has no respect for it except as it serves his own ends so yeah Little like holly yep. yeah reagan is wrong about something else shocking um <laughs> if i go up to a barn and start kicking it it'll fall down eventually but i'll probably break my my foot a, foot a few times <laughs> but if i well, know if i know how democrat he stole it from if i know how a barn is built and I go I go in and hack at the, the support beams with a with an axe, then it'll fall in. If you know how something is built and you know how something works, then you can destroy that thing easily. You, any jackass can with a hammer can knock down something, obviously. But to do it surgically, which is what some people in the Republican Party do, like behind the scenes or uh, with with you thinking like laws. Leonard Leo and the Federalist Society, uh, you know, giving yeah, they, Clarence Thomas all those sneaky. free trips. Like and everything. they're yeah. smart. I'm and I give them props for that. Like they're, you know, they're diabolical, and that's. But I think know. we have a lot of ignoramuses that are just helping oh, to God, kick yeah. down the bar. Yeah, you have a lot yeah. of idiots. Totally, we yeah. do too. People are dumb. There's always dumb people in in a group. You know. Yeah. And it, anybody listening, if you look around and you you you're like, oh, I don't think anybody. It's you, and that's okay. We still love you. I was actually <laughs> looking in a mirror just now, so mm. that's a bit uncomfortable. Mike, that's um, because you always have a mirror next to you. You say that like I should perhaps rethink that. No, no, I was just <laughs> reminding you that. Oh, all right, okay, that's not good. your friend. That's not another person. I, you sure? Yeah. He's giving me – he's looking at me kind of weird. Are you sure that's not another person? <laughs> no, it is. Go get him. All right. I'll be right back. <laughs> Actually, you know what? We could take a, our break a little early here. I'm going to go gonna go get that guy. You're going to go um, find a mirror. <laughs> right. Not a mirror. There's another – I. He's making that look again. Anyway, we're going to play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs, and then we're going to go kick some butt. Um, We'll be right back after we've sorted all that out. So don't go away. This is Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. We'll be back shortly. Table of Contents is a weekly music program that assembles an assortment of songs and sounds of many genres. 
and which may entail literally taking a random collection of musical sources off the shelf and giving them a turn on the table or spin in a CD or tape player. Each week presenting shows which can at times be organized orderly and at other times perhaps be not as much so, yet never dull. Tune in Friday nights, 10 p.m. till midnight on WXOJ LP, Northampton 103.3 FM. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's Subculture Music Program, featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. Okay, everybody, let's do some strike news. We are out of hot labor summer and we are in hot labor, hot labor fall. It just keeps going. So the UAW, as of this recording, nine, uh, 940 on Thursday night, um, they have not reached a deal with the automakers. Uh, apparently, one of the automakers, GM manufacturing chief, Gerald Johnson, uh, released a video uh, said that the union initially presented over a thousand demands that he said would cost more than a hundred billion dollars. Cool. That's the initial, just, you know, you're supposed to deal with them, like, you know, talk and everything and get them down. And they, they have been ready to talk about these things, but apparently the automakers are not going for it. So they are preparing to strike. I can't say I'm sad about this. The Hollywood strikes are still ongoing. We have uh, the WGA that met with the movie studios and they haven't reached a deal yet. They're, we're hearing that they might start re- like resume talks uh, next, starting next week. Maybe something will come out of that. They have uh, the AMPTP, the... Uh, movie movie studios have not approached SAG-AFTRA, the actors. Um, and I don't know if I've mentioned this on air, uh, but I'm going to do it again. SAG-AFTRA is prepared to strike against the video game industry, uh, specifically some big name studios, um, Blizzard, Activision. Um, we've got uh, like and like larger studios like that, Insomniac, which is coming out with a great game soon so i really hope they they uh you know i don't want to hate them uh so um but committee has voted to put it to a vote to the membership so we will see if there's going to be a strike against the video game industry at the same time as sag is striking against the um the entertainment uh the movies tv and stuff so it's it still keeps going, and I really, really, really hope that these uh, executives can, you know, find the 0.2% of their profits to actually pay their their workers. Uh- 
And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow, uh, still here with Sue Timberlake, and uh, John Rowe just did the strike news. Every time you you, you come on, I, I I wish I could I could like jump in and go like strike news, chicka 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 chicka. But you know, I'm uh, glad you don't. <laughs> Probably everyone is. Did you get that guy that was looking at you weird? Uh, I tried, but wow, he's really hard and 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 like. He's he's just as fast as I am and really wow. determined. So Did you, like, squawk and flap at him like a lot. Uh, I mostly just sort of hissed and fluffed my fur up, but eventually mm-hmm. I hid behind the chair. He seems to have gone away for now. Understandable. Yeah. So. God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna sort of wash my tail and smooth my whiskers for a bit. <laughs> um. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, in other news, uh, 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 still talking about uh, our our fine federal government, um, the uh, Kevin McCarthy, the uh, feckless uh, Republican Speaker of the House, uh, pause for cries of dismay from our Republican partisan. No. <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, so he directed. Uh, this is a good term for him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's the, he, he doesn't know how to use power, and he's the incredible shrinking speaker. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, shouldn't have gotten the job. Isn't the kind of person that should have that job. Yeah. And I, we're gonna government yeah. may shut down in twenty days. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. That's he that's. Just, believed himself, or like just cajoled himself into the job because he really, really wanted it, and he. Should not have it. He, it's that should nope. not have it. I guess he really likes that sweet parking space that they have in like the I top guess. floor of the garage or something. I don't know. But um, maybe there's a pay bump. I don't know. Um, but in any event, yes. So he's directed three different uh, House committees to uh, investigate the possibility of impeaching President Biden. Uh the articles I looked at didn't seem to make it clear which three committees they were beyond one of them is the oversight committee. So I, I would guess maybe judiciary and the third would be ways and means. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, anytime you, you, you money might be involved, you might as well get ways and means involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so there's, there's that. And also, yes, no- uh, apparently the, uh, the bill to authorize uh, next year's budget for the Department of Defense is apparently not going forward at the moment, and I got to say it is a bit worrisome when the when the Republican Speaker of the House isn't sure he can get the votes to pass the uh, defense funding bill. Because if there's one thing Republicans actually do like about the federal government, it's the Department of Defense. Yeah, my party wants wants to renegotiate everything. Even though, do you remember when we had the shutdown in the spring? They actually agreed well, on we, numbers. We didn't, but that we the whole debt ceiling thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. So they agreed mm-hmm. on the numbers for the budget. Everybody voted on it. Yeah, and those are the targets. And my my party is reneging, and they're saying, "Yeah, we agreed to that then, but those aren't the targets now. They want to take more money out." So I don't know how he's going to get over the finish line because, you know, he's got a bunch of, you know, folks that don't want to go along at all. They're, they want to kick down the barn, basically. Mm. So, I, you know, I, I worry about what's going to happen in 20 days, the end of September. Should, so, honestly. Actually, it's less than 20 days. Is it 16? Might be 16 uh, Yeah, it, well, uh, this is airing on the 15th and September ends on the 30th, so... Yeah. 31st. No, there's no 31st of September. Oh, September. Sorry. Yeah. I yeah. was in October. <laughs> yeah. First, first of October is the new fiscal year for the federal government. So, and they have no budget. Yeah. Not so even if they, even if they say, well, that's a Sunday and they kick it over to Monday, you know, that's still coming up pretty soon, pretty fast. So, um, yeah, I don't think you can even get a continuing down. resolution. I think we yeah, are going to have a, a shutdown. Well, uh, and this is, you know, not to sound like more of a broken record than I have to, 
one of the things that I think is lamentable is the Republican Party isn't really interested in governing anymore. Like they want power and and they're happy to do what they can to get it, but they don't actually seem to want to use it to do much of anything besides have power. Um, and they're like, I don't know, there's certainly factions in the party that seem to be willing to do just about anything to get it. Um, I think they want Biden to look bad. Well, sure. Um, well, that's a, to have power. Right. Yes. But the, 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 what do you call it? The proximate, the proximate goal is make Biden look bad. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and fair I enough. Know that- but I, I mean, if you want Joe Biden to look bad, uh, usually all you have to do is leave a microphone on long enough next to him. <laughs> You know, I mean, he's yeah. he's been doing better since he actually got into the Oval Office. But sooner or later, he's going to open his mouth and say that's something because he has people to turn off the mic faster. Just, yeah, yeah. I think that's really what it is. <laughs> you know who probably wouldn't have that issue? Kamala Harris? A- anybody under 60. <laughs> I'm going Joe, back. No, that's Joe ages. Biden's always been like that. He has. It is ages. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know. Look, I think I think <laughs> I think Mr. Biden's been doing a pretty decent job as president, honestly, and I'm a little surprised. Uh, and certainly, we've had worse. You just told us that. You just told us that Amy Klobuchar is. What'd you say? Sixty three. Sixty three. Yeah. Yeah, and she doesn't have any problem. You know. Yeah. Anyway. I know. I'm <laughs> just. I'm. I'm look, just kidding. You know, I, yeah, but right. Because because forty years ago, Joe Biden certainly said. Like stupid, stupid and things. or uh or you know plagiarized his stump speech from a labor politician in Britain or there was that time yeah right Neil Kinnock he was head of the Labor Party at the time he's a Welsh coal miner son and and Biden told stories about growing up you know <laughs> so he's literally always been the the yep. silly grandpa the doofus. Yes. Yes, he has. There was another time like like and again, this is one of the reasons why I really didn't want to have to choose between him and Donald Trump, because I mean, like, all right, obviously Joe Biden over Donald Trump. But I mean, Joe Biden really shouldn't be the best we can do because, I, you know, remember that time uh, he was part of a congressional delegation to South Africa back when apartheid was still a thing and Mandela was still in prison. And Biden was saying like, oh, yeah, we were going to go see Mandela. And then other members of the delegation were getting arrested by the South Africans and we made a big stink. And and it's like none of that happened. Yeah, the stories. It's just what 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 I got to say just. Personally, like I understand wanting to look good and telling stories that make you look cool and everything like that. But I mean, just why would you make up something so could be checked, so easily checked? And yeah. it's incredibly <laughs> embarrassing when it, it doesn't ha- when people go, oh, wow, you lied about that, you know? <laughs> so it, like, you, just because bring it back. You are timers. right that he did. He has been doing like a relatively good job. Yeah, um, especially, especially for, for like someone mid two thousands president, he's been right. doing a bang up job as a mid two thousands president. Right? No, I I agree. Uh, uh, here in the year of two thousand three, he's uh, really impressing the heck out of me with the way mm. he's handling things. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Notice, like you know, while he's been president, we haven't had any attacks on the World Trade Center. So I mean, got to give him that, right? Hey. <laughs> oh man, I wish I was kidding. Um yeah. actually actually that that totally just reminds me, but of course, uh this past Monday was the 22nd anniversary of the attacks on uh the World Trade Center and the Pentagon and uh what would have been the Capitol uh on back in 2001. 9/11. Yeah, yeah, the 9/11. Um isn't it like honestly, like I don't want to say you know, go ahead and forget. But I, I think it, I think at this point, don't we get to not care anymore? We were like, specifically instructed to never forget. Yeah, sure. Spe- I got a letter in the mail. Uh huh. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> but, but I'm just yeah, saying, I think, there's a difference I think between it's... not forgetting and and saying like, well, okay. Especially because, like, you know, what is the point of saying never forget 9/11? Like. You know, why why should we never forget the Holocaust? Because genocide is really bad 
and we don't want and fascism is really bad and we don't want those things happening again so let's be vigilant against the kind of rising xenophobia that leads to genocide and the kind of authoritarian nonsense that leads to fascism like those are both things we want to stop like yeah we also want to prevent terrorists from destroying buildings and whatnot and killing people oh uh, sure absolutely but like that you know, if law enforcement had just had its act together, we could have done that back in 2001. Like we we already had people who were looking out for that and who were, you know, stymied from getting their act together and stopping it. But that was there was actually something that we could have done. Um, and a lot of the justifications, you know, a lot of the reasons people well, it's it's been a while, like I said, but 20 years ago, people saying never forget 9-11 we're saying that because they wanted to invade Iraq. And, you know, I mean, if not forgetting 9-11 means getting ready to invade Iraq again or saying it's okay that we did that or, you know, maybe that wasn't so great, but, you know, the principle still stands and we can do it again sometime. You know, if if that's what forgetting 9-11 or, or remembering 9-11 means, then maybe we should forget it because, you know, um, the Iraq war killed – a lot of people, minimum a hundred thousand, minimum. Um, like that's the Pentagon's number, and cost trillions of dollars, and has led to all kinds of misery and instability throughout the world as a result. So you know. So uh, what do you guys think, Sue? What What are your thoughts on that? I, we are so off course, but I oh I'm yeah, into it. You so, know me, Sue. What do you think? We're steering into the skid. What do you, what, <laughs> Sue? What What do you think about that? About nine eleven. I mean, like about about Mike's uh, opinion about like maybe we don't have to like celebrate it or for, maybe we could forget about it. Maybe it could be Pearl Harbor Day now. <laughs> you know. Um, well, what do you think? I I, I think um, well, the Canadians actually have this. Is it Jimus Souviens? I'll always remember. Um, and we had remember the Alamo. So I, I don't I think we should remember what happened on 9-11 because however your political stripes are, it was a major failure of the U.S. to to see what was the gathering storm of, you know, sort of right wing terrorism. And I would use 9-11 to also warn about, you know, the right wing terrorism that's domestic. That, you know, so that our why FBI not remember and, Oklahoma City? And Oklahoma City, too. I, I think that our, our government does not function as well as it once did. I think it's because it's so bloated and rigid. Maybe it's because it's filled with old people like me. But whatever the reason, I think that we need to be re-inspired. You know, we need to have a morning again in America. And... You know, how you envision that may be different for the three of us, but I, I think it's really important to, you know, the rule of law and treating people fairly and, you know, not trying to drive uh, Islamic people into the dirt. You know, we this country sometimes really loses sight of its original pr principles. So I, I think that we should remember 9-11, all the people that ran into the building to try and save people, you know, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's the first time we were ever attacked on our own soil like that. So yeah, we should remember. And what have services and remembrances. So is Pearl Harbor in Oahu, Hawaii, not our own soil? How many people died in Pearl Harbor? thousands it was <laughs> like 2800 or something i think i think 9 yeah. was more i think 9 11 was, was about 35 um 37 9, yeah. 9 11 was 2900 yeah. as i recall or maybe i'm just thinking of just the, the twin towers it was it was a, it yeah. was in a it, it started with a three i know that it was like over okay. it was yeah. over 33 it was over i think three. it was like 37 yeah. well um, uh pretty much everybody on the crew of the uss arizona went down with the ship and died some There's a them, difference to, with that, though. I was saying Pearl Harbor I, Day because we I, don't really I, celebrate it, but we know it's there. But that was a military action. Sure. But it was an un 
declared war. It wasn't like we were at war with Japan. That was effectively an act of terrorism. It was a sneak attack. Yeah. We were well, we as block, blockaded their oil. So of course they attacked us. Sure. And we, you know, blew up, uh, we, we shot missiles at Al Qaeda camps and killed members of their group. So same logic, you know, like we had actually drawn blood first. It's just, yep. you know, they're, they're, they're I, I just a criminal gang. I don't think we should forget gang. that either. Right. But I mean, they're ultimately, they're a criminal gang of, of, you know, religious fascists who want to do, want to make the world worse. Um, Pearl Harbor was indeed sort of a first strike by a, you know, arguably a fascist nation also, but, uh, you know, in terms there's of, a, holy crap, what happened? That, they were both acts of terrorism. Mm -hmm. Nation. And I, and that's another thing that we, we can't, that like when, when we're talking about not like, can't not, not forgetting things there, there's, that is a very important thing to remember that this was, like you said, a gang. It was not a sovereign nation. That's the difference, you know. Like it, so, that like makes it both, more or less important to remember nine eleven. It makes it. It's it, just important to learn the lessons that you know that that when you when you treat people the way we treat people, some way in this country, that there's a backlash. That, I mean, yeah, that, you know that that there's that. I was gonna say that. We need to like if it's a sovereign nation, then the response is military. If it's a gang like that, then the response would be law enforcement. Yeah, or, it's not a country. Yeah, you know. And if the if the <clears throat> and I don't, you know, the country they were in was not good. You know, wasn't uh, even their country. They were hanging out in Afghanistan. Yeah, I know, and but like that's Saudis. that's where they yeah. were. You know, like a, like the country yeah. they were in wasn't isn't the best. But uh, we started wars Two with them, other yes. people about this when that yep. it wasn't a military action, and that's the difference between Pearl Harbor well, and and this. It was that was a military action by a sovereign nation. So well, the arguably. The most effective response to 9-11 was a military op action, a distinct, you know, that raid on the the compound in Abbottabad that actually, you know, led to the assassination of bin Laden in response to that. But that mm -hmm. wasn't like a whole war. That was a strike. That was, yeah. you know, like arguably, you know, not an entirely internationally legal and kosher thing to do. But, you know, I... I think there's a reason why, you know, it didn't lead to a broader rift with Pakistan because they're like, yeah, okay, fair, you know. Yeah, I'm just saying that there's when when we're talking about the attack on Pearl Harbor and we're talking about the attack on New York, there there are very specific differences about about those two attacks, who did it, how they were done, and all of that. And some, and that's not something that we we can forget because that is that should have been a law enforcement and a military intelligence thing that yeah. just pooped Wasn't. the bed, right? But yeah. uh, because of that, we invaded places instead of like we're Americans, we go off and kill people with guns. That's that's our kind of like our wheelhouse, you know. Um, so. Like the strike force thing, that doesn't shock me at all. Uh, but just rolling in somewhere and saying like, "No, we we're here now." Mm, you know, like that's and the the logic it, of invading Afghanistan made more sense than the logic of invading Iraq, which really had nothing to do with nine eleven. Well, yeah, I wasn't even going to mention that because that's sure. not even like, but yeah. it. it I'm not saying that the invasion in of Afghanistan and what happened there was completely bad. Um, I w I don't. But like, it was pretty horrible, and yeah, yeah, we screwed it up royally. Yeah, yeah, we're not. We, we go and kill people with guns. We're really good at that. But like maintaining and stuff, we're not really. You know, we I I call I call America the teenagers of the of of the world stage. We're the we're one of the youngest nations like that. That's a superpower. Like, 
we get all mad and we act out and all the other countries are like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but going back like 9-11, I don't think that we should completely disavow it, like just whatever. But um, and I think that th there are monuments and stuff to remember the people that died, which is important. Uh, but do we? I question if we really need like uh service, like big services, you know, every every year. Um, uh, that's just me. That's just me. Sue, I uh, want to give you a chance to jump in there because John and I, well, I've certainly <laughs> talked too much. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything else to say. I just am afraid that our government's going to shut down at the end of the month. And It is. You know. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I, if it I doesn't, mean, I'm going to be shocked. I will I'll, be shocked. I, I I don't expect Kevin McCarthy to be able to pull it together. Uh, and I, I will be I will also be shocked and stunned if he can do that. Yeah, he'll probably um, be Nancy Pelosi. It, if he does, Nancy Pelosi's helping <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. But Mitch McConnell is dead silent. I mean, he's just, I mean, I oh, mean he's probably he, frozen I, again at another microphone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, another he's one the, that's, uh, he, he's real. He's probably running the next time. It's like he needs to not. Yeah. So many people need to not. <laughs> well, you know, he could help in the Senate sort of figure out what to do and, and try and make it not happen. But I feel like he's, you know, he's not it's 100% either. So, no. And he's really, you know, not. Biden, Biden doesn't seem to have a lot of pull. And he's distracted because of the uh, indictments against his son. Mm hmm. So. Wish he was distracted by the strikes, but. No, I don't wish that. I don't want him involved in that. <laughs> don't listen to me. They're not going to strike. He, he predicted tonight they weren't going to strike. So Yeah, he says he a lot of things. He's talking to. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll know. By the time you listen to this show, you'll know whether they struck or not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, well, uh, I think uh, I think if we're we should move the interest or attention we have focus on 9/11 back to April 19th and remember Oklahoma City because I think uh, I think domestic terrorism is a much more relevant and pertinent issue for us today than uh, Muslim terrorist groups in the Far East or whatever. And April 19th is the day of the um, the um, Boston Marathon bombing too because it happens on Patriots Day. Oh, right. Well, I think that was, uh, yeah. I think it was a deliberate echo. I'd forgotten that. So, yeah, um, yeah Boston Strong or something. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, <laughs> thank you for listening to the show. Uh, do let us know uh, what terrible national tragedies you think we should be remembering. And, um, yeah, coming up next is Subculture, followed by Table of Contents at 10, and then OK Asia at midnight. Woohoo! Uh, we've got a repeat broadcast Monday afternoon at four. There's a podcast of this going out tomorrow morning. And uh, yeah, email a contact at civilpoliticsradio.com to let us know what you think. But that'll do it for Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Thanks for listening. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.